0: Yo, what's up, fantasy football champs? AJ and I back again. That's two times in the same week. Who would have thought we go MIA for about two years and now we're back two in a row. AJ, how you doing today? I'm
1: doing fantastic. How about you?
0: I am doing wonderful. Trying my best to stay out of the heat. It has been it has been blistering over here in New England. Uh, so I have multiple air conditioners, air conditioners running in the background. Again, hopefully it's not too loud too much of a distraction uh hopefully you're staying cool over there as well i mean speaking of uh blistering i
1: i am under the assumption you have a hot take on your uh, running backs list over here
0: <laughs> that's right so today spoiler alert we're doing running backs now our top 10 quarterback list it was a lot of fun we only had one matching ranking, and it was Tom Brady, of all people, at five. All the other ones were very shuffled. You had Mahomes high, I had Mahomes low, I had Jalen Hurts high, you had him lower, so it was interesting to see how similar players, but very different ideas of what's to come. We'll see if running backs are any closer. We haven't seen each other's list. I will say, and I told you off mic, didn't tell you who it was, but my RB6 may blow your balls off okay so i can't wait to get to the list we're gonna do it just like we did last time i'll send it over to you all right we're taking the quarterback mac jones again takes the snap he goes back who's he handing it to who is your number one running back in fantasy for the 2022-2023 season
1: so speaking of mac jones who i would enjoy him handing off to would be christian McCaffrey. obviously there was injuries last year and the year before but there's no denying the fact that when Christian McCaffrey is 100% healthy, he is the RB1, there is no question. Uh, I'm figuring the injuries have to stop at some point. The last two years are kind of fluky. Uh, I don't think he's injury prone, even though it may sound crazy, knowing what we know the last couple of years. But I still am very confident in Christian McCaffrey. I will be taking him at the 1-1 this year if I have the first pick. Um, he played... I believe seven games last year. Uh, four of those seven games, he scored over twenty fantasy points. He gets it done, uh, and that was with Sam, Sammy Donald, over there, and backups. Obviously, I'm not a big Baker guy, but again, Baker, I would hope would help a little bit. But either way, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Christian McCaffrey is the RB one, in my opinion.
0: I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not at all. I figured you'd have McCaffrey one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I do not we'll see if he even makes my top 10 list, okay? I've wow. been burned by this fucker two years in a row and uh we'll see if he makes it, but he's not my number 1, that's for sure. My number 1, again, chalk just like quarterback Jonathan Taylor. I know it's not a flashy pick, everybody in their fucking mothers had Jonathan Taylor number 1, but he had a he had a fucking breakout season last year. 2100 total yards and 20 touchdowns and I believe that he's getting a quarterback upgrade as well, right? Wentz is out of there. They're bringing in Matt Ryan. So I like Matt Ryan better than Carson Wentz. So huge season. I think Matt Ryan's going to help in the passing game as well. I think he's going to open it up. Those receivers are going to have more catchable balls, which they could open it up a little more for Jonathan Taylor, even though they are going to stack the box heavy. But he was just too good last year. And if you have the number one pick, he's young. He doesn't have the injury risk that McCaffrey does so i'm going to Jonathan Taylor number one amongst running backs number one overall in the whole entire goddamn draft all right who do you got for number two can't really argue
1: you know JT but uh i don't have JT at two I wow have the one and only King Henry at number two uh again he had a weird injury plague season last year uh he played eight games. And in those eight games, he had 937 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. The guy was about to get 2K again, back to back. Uh, he's a monster. That's all you can say. The guy is built different. He's not a human. I'm convinced he's from another planet. Uh, he's an absolute animal. And if he stays healthy, he's the RB two.
0: Okay. I, I, again, I wish I could say I was surprised, but those are like your two favorite players. So, injury prone guys, what can I say? I guess so. Uh, all right. So, my number two is actually Christian McCaffrey. I tried leading you astray, but he even made the top 10. Christian McCaffrey is my two. And uh, I hate to say it, but I agree with you. If he's healthy and, he, and like you can get assurance that he's going to play every game. He is the running back one. He's, he's fantastic on the ground. He's fantastic in the passing game. I also believe he's getting an upgrade with Baker versus Sam Donald. You can't get much worse than Sam Donald. I think Baker will be okay. All right, he can't be any worse. Uh, and the last time we saw a healthy Christian McCaffrey, he went for 2,400 total yards and 19 touchdowns. And he's healthy right now. So, do with that what you will. I have Christian McCaffrey as RB2. CMC, that
1: guy. My number C-M- three... My number three is JT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Now, (laughs) I mean, what can you say? The guy, he's a monster. He's young. Uh, When he was getting drafted and he came into the league, everybody was saying he's already NFL ready. He proved it. Uh, He won that job outright. And uh, what did he do last year? He had 10 100-yard rushing games. That's uh, quite a bit. Led the league in rushing. Uh, The only thing, the only knock... I have on him why he's my number three, and not number one, is if you look at the numbers, he's not used enough in the passing game. Not saying Henry is, Derrick Henry, but he's going to rush for two thousand yards and twenty touchdowns, and obviously CMC is going to get heavily used in, in in the receiving game. JT did not, he wasn't that effective catching the ball last year. That could change, obviously. But uh, as long as Naeem Hines is over there, I think that kind of limits his ceiling as a receiving back. So that's the only reason he's number three for me. But, you know, if if McCaffrey and Henry get hurt again, he'll more than likely be the number one.
0: Yeah, so I still don't have King Henry here at three. I'm going Dalvin Cook. And I'll tell you why. I think Dalvin Cook is of really good value in fantasy drafts this year because he's going off the board like RB5. RB5 range. And I just think that he he deserves more respect than that. Now, I get why you could be upset. Dalvin Cook comes into the league. He had injury history, right? First couple seasons, he had injuries, banged up, not great. And then he came back, had a healthy season. He was a monster. And then last year, people were expecting him to continue being that dude and he only scored six rushing touchdowns, which makes no sense because they had, they gave him a ton of work at the goal line and inside the 10 zone, and he just couldn't convert it into touchdowns. I see Minnesota being another high-powered offense with Jefferson's and Thielen's and Dalvin. Uh, So I see Cook getting back on track, and just to put it in perspective for you, the last two seasons in Minnesota, Dalvin Cook averaged 15 touchdowns a year. 15 touchdowns a year. Last year, he had six. That is going to regress upwards. Dava Cook, RB3. Who do you got for four? Before, I have Austin
1: Eckler. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I've always been an Eckler guy. You were not. You were a Melvin Gordon guy. I think I won that battle. Uh, Eckler had 20 touchdowns last year total. And in my opinion, he probably has the safest. He he has the highest ceiling. Uh, he has the highest floor. His ceiling's unlimited, but he also has the highest floor, which is a nice thing in fantasy. If he stays healthy, you know he's going to produce because he's an exceptional receiver for out of the backfield. Uh, Eckler is is that guy. Number four for me.
0: This absolutely pains me, and I just want to get it over with. So I'm also going to keep it short and sweet. Austin Eckler is my RB four. I hate, I hate saying it. I don't like Austin Eckler. I think he's a piece of shit. He had no right finishing as high as he did last year. No right at all. He finishes the RB two. This is a little man with no heart. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand Austin Eckler, man. So he had 12 rushing touchdowns, 12. And his previous high, three. Let us sink in for a second. He had 12 rushing touchdowns. His previous high was three. Okay. Will he continue to get double digit rushing touchdowns? I don't know, man. But his previous high was three. Now, here's why I have Eckler at four is because Justin Herbert loves the dude. He loves passing it to him. Austin Eckler had 647 receiving yards and eight receiving touchdowns, which is just nuts. And he had 90 targets. I don't think the targets are going anywhere. I think Her- uh, Herbert is going to air it out to everybody, including Eckler. Therefore, I do expect that the rushing touchdowns to come down, but I do think that the receiving work is going to be enough to keep them afloat. I have Austin Eckler as RB4, and I am not thrilled about it. All right, who do you get for five? That's fun. And we already have one agreement, and we're four running backs in. Let's yeah. see if, uh, if we're going to have another one
1: uh well, i don't know we'll see my number five is joey Mixon. i know you're a mixing guy like that uh i mean last year he had 1200 yards rushing and 16 total touchdowns they got a good offense you can't stack the box absolutely cannot stack the box against him he's uh versatile he's kind of like what Le'Veon Bell used to be uh very patient running back he's fun to watch uh i think he's gonna have a better year than he did last year um I think the Bengals are coming for blood this year. So you gotta watch out for the Bengals. Get as many Bengals on your team as you can. Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and uh Mixon. Uh, I think Mixon's having a good year. He's my number five.
0: All right. My number five, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mr. King Derrick Henry himself coming in at RB5 for me. He averaged 24 fantasy points per game last year before his injury. The man's a monster. And he had a ton of time off actually last year from the foot injury so much so that he was able to return in the playoffs. Now he wasn't great when he came back in, but he damn near got a full workload and he stayed healthy. And then now he has a whole off season to, you know, remain healthy and strengthen the foot. So I don't think the foot is going to be an issue for Derek Henry this upcoming season five might be too low for me personally, but I'm just that high on cook in hindsight. I really should have dropped Eckler just because I just don't like the guy and I should have Henry over him. But for now, the list, it's final until the next time we do something like this. So Derek Henry, for me, is gonna be RB5. I am not hesitating. I want him on my fantasy team. Who do you got? This
1: this Austin Eckler hate needs to stop, okay? Uh, Hypothetically, if Eckler was to finish top three this year, I'm pretty sure that'd be three out of the last four seasons, he'd be the top three running back at Fancy. The guy's Echler. been here. He's been doing it. Settle down. <laughs> Elvin Gordon is a backup now, okay? Keep that in mind.
0: Fuck you, Austin Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
1: my number six is Dalvin Cook. All the reasons you said the guy is a stud. He's like, he's the mo- one of the most electrifying running backs I think I've ever seen when he's healthy. It's, it's wild. The six touchdowns, I don't really understand. I know there was, like, stats that he got stopped inside, like, the one-yard line a bunch of times. Like, he just he can't finish those goal-line runs for some reason. Um, he missed four games last year, but he still had 1,159 yards and the 6 touchdowns. Obviously, those numbers should go up with him if if he remains healthy. So I have Cook at my number six spot.
0: Doesn't it kind of feel a little gross to Alvin Cook down to number six? I love that value. Okay, here we go. My Mark certified blow your balls off pick. My RB six.
1: Let's,
0: let's go the big boy, Leonard Fournette. No way. Coming in at RB six. Okay, let's balls have been blown. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Last year, Leonard Fournette was RB six in PPR leagues. Brady trusts him. That is so key. If Brady likes you and he trusts giving you the ball, Brady's going to give it to you. Ronald Jones left. I know what you're thinking. Oh, Ronald Jones, he fucking sucks. He wasn't involved anyway. Ronald Jones is a good running back. Okay, so they let him walk. They trust Fournette. Now Fournette put on a little bit of weight. But again, let me he just d-
1: cut you off real quick. You think Tom Brady's going to be happy to see this man at 260 pounds? He's damn near 300 pounds. Tom Brady, Mr. Avocado Ice Cream, that TB12 method. Guy stretches every day, every minute of his life. Eats so healthy, and Fournette comes in with a Big Mac, and you think Brady's gonna be happy to see that?
0: Look, right now, as I'm not buying sp- it. Right now, as we speak, Tom Brady has Leonard Fournette locked away in a cage, and he's just shoving this dude fucking lettuce 24/7. Okay, he- big ass hamster. <laughs> Leonard Fournette was a monster last year. There's no more Ronald Jones. Leonard Fournette had 84 receiving targets last year. 84. That is an absolute ton of receiving That's work. When he could move, <laughs> he can still move. He still has time to get in shape. I believe Leonard Fournette. He had a career high 4.5 yards to carry last season. When the he off- can move, <laughs> the offense is going to be high scoring, whether he can move or not. The offense is going to be a good blocker. That's the o- <laughs> the no. offense is going to be high scoring, and Fournette, whether you like it or not. He's a pivotal piece in the Tampa Bay offense. There's no Godwin. There's going to be more targets. There's no Gronk. Leonard Fournette, RB6. He's going to duplicate what he did last year, and he's going to get even more burn this year. Because last year, he he started off slow last year. I'm telling you.
1: he's going to start real slow this year. Tom Brady (laughs) is bringing the I formation from New England, and he's now the fullback. That's what's going to happen. He's Michael Allsty, except fatter
0: certified blow your dick off Leonard Fournette RB6 <laughs> I gotta go
1: find my nuts before I say my number 7 <laughs> <running> back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go right to my number 7 Leonard Fournette you're killing me over here
0: oh I thought you were just saying Leonard Fournette was your no, 7 I was like what the fuck is man. that
1: no 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 he didn't hey, spoiler alert he did not make my list uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright so number 7 Najee Harris uh, I, I do really like Najee Harris. He obviously had a great rookie campaign. Uh, didn't fumble once. And he led the league in touches, I believe, at the running back position. That's pretty incredible. Uh, unfortunately, the offense, I think this year is going to be bad. They got either Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Obviously, Pickett is a promising rookie. How quick can he get it together? uh but harris had 1200 yards on the dot last year 10 total touchdowns he's got extremely high usage so fantasy wise he's uh you know you're not gonna i'm not sitting here telling you you're gonna stray away from Najee harris if you have an opportunity to get him you get him just because his usage rate so is so high. he's gonna get a ton of carries um but the offense is just bad like, if, you, if Najee was my number one running back this year, I wouldn't feel that great. But he's an extremely high-end RB2, in my opinion. Like, if you can get him as your RB2 you you're him pretty, but unfortunately, he's going to go so high. He's going to be your RB1, most likely. I wouldn't feel that confident.
0: And see, for me, uh, I guess... Nah, I'll wait. So, my RB7... <clears throat> is my guy, Joe Mixon. The only reason why I didn't have him higher is because last last season, Mixon was RB three on the year. I have him down here at seven because I believe McCaffrey is gonna be back healthy. I believe Dalvin Cook's gonna get the touchdown uh, back in his favor. I believe that Derrick Henry is gonna be back from the foot injury. So there's just big names that are going to be returning to the field. So a kind of forced mixing down a little bit for me. Still my guy. Now he had a career best 292 rushing attempts last year and a career best 13 rushing touchdowns. And it all opened up once Joe Burrow And Jamar Chase, as soon as that offense started fucking firing on all cylinders, it just opened up the run game for Mixon. He's a great pass catcher as well. He's a dynamic running back. So I love Joe Mixon. If he is my RB1, I feel good about it. I think he's going to be mid to lower tier RB1. I think he's going to be between 6 and 10. But if you have him, really solid. Happy about it. Love Joe Mixon, and they beefed up the offensive line. I can't stress enough how important that is for the running game and Joe Burrow. Love Joe Mixon. Yeah, I
1: like, I like Mixon a lot this year. Uh, my number eight is one of my favorite running backs in the league, Nick Chubb. Um, he missed three games last year, still had 1,259 yards rushing and nine total touchdowns. Um, the reason why he's not higher on my list is there's a lot of unknown with Deshaun Watson. If Watson doesn't get suspended, which it sounds like he's going to, if he doesn't, Chuba would be climbing up this list quite a bit, I think. Uh, the guy is uh, an absolute burner. He's st- strong as hell. I don't know if you saw that video, I think yesterday, squatting like 610 pounds, unreal. The guy isn't just solid, he's fast, he's exciting to watch, uh, produces fantasy-wise. The guy gets it done. Um, obviously you got to deal with you got to deal with it, you know a little bit of a committee over there in Cleveland but uh, Nick Chubb is easily definitely in my top 10 and uh, depending on how much time Watson misses he could be a lot higher on my list.
0: See so for my list my number 8 is Ezekiel Elliott. Now I feel like our lists are just very different this go around for running backs I have Zeke at 8 and Honestly, I was trying to find ways to move him up higher because Zeke is, he's the running back that everyone is trying to avoid. Everyone is trying to get out of Dodge before the the quote, unquote, i air quotes here while you, the listeners that aren't watching the video, Zeke is the guy who you're trying to project the downfall. Okay. People might've thought it was last year, but Zeke will only finishes the RB six. Now he had a career low rushing attempts of 237, but it was good for over a thousand yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. I know people, oh, they're all, oh, fucking Tony Pollard, he's the next best thing. Like I, you know, Tony Pollard is that dude. Tony Pollard fucking sucks, okay? And the split, the splits last year prove it. Tony Pollard was, was out rushing attempted and Fucking Zeke had more targets. People thought Pollard was going to be the third down. He's going to get all the targets. Zeke had more fucking targets than this guy. Tony Pollard, is he's not it, chief. Okay, Tony Pollard's not the dude. It's still Zeke's show. And just to give you an idea of the breakdown, Zeke had 237 carries. Uh, Pollard had 130. Pretty big difference. Receiving. Zeke had 65 targets, which is a nice number. You'll be happy with 65. Tony Pollard, the quote-unquote pass catcher, 46. So Zeke is beating him in both rushing and receiving work so ladies and gentlemen if you see zeke is there this fucking guy is going to like the third round if ezekiel elliott is there do not hesitate to pull the trigger he will be top 10 i want to get him higher than eight okay but he's going to come in as my rb8 right now i don't have
1: zeke on my top 10 list spoiler alert see what? I'm not going to sit here and argue saying that the value of Zeke this year isn't phenomenal because if you can get him as an RB2, that's that's insane to me. Um, I see, I'm not down on Pollard like you are. I think Tony Pollard, I think, in my opinion, is a baller. And I think he got a big enough chunk to somewhat affect Zeke, even though Zeke finished top six. I think Pollard's usage is going to climb a little bit. So I, it's tough to say now. I still think Z could finish top ten, but I don't have him on my top ten list. My number nine is Alvin Kamara. Obviously, the suspension's looming. Do they announce how many games yet? Or is that still I'm, up in the air?
0: I think it's still up in the air, but the number that I keep on hearing is like four to possibly like eight. Like they, they just they just don't know right now. He might even not get suspended. Who the fuck knows? So this whole Kamara suspension thing, if he,
1: I have him at nine because of suspension, but if he doesn't get suspended, it's Alvin Kamara and you got Jameis back. I know that's your boy. You're pumped. Jameis back out the, He was having, Jameis is very quietly dominating last yeah, you know, before you got hurt, you I mean, just some numbers.
0: He had one game where he had like 150 passing hours, but five fucking passing touchdowns. And that's without Michael Thomas, who, spoiler seems to be back and looking yeah. pretty good.
1: And they drafted Olaf, too, that, that the Saints could be making some moves. But uh, no, so Kamara, he, so Kamara's one of those players, which we have him every year, it seems like he's going to make a break the draft for you. So you could either take a chance on him early and get screwed or he can drop down the boards a little bit because he has a suspension and then somebody could snag him up in like the third or fourth round and then you're golden because you get an rb1 in the fourth round so keep an eye on the suspension time frame see what he's gonna how many games he's gonna miss um but yeah i mean the guy the guy's an absolute touchdown machine he he's just an animal so you know even if he gets you you know how many points did he give me against you in the championship uh, what was that?
0: I think it was like, what, 56, something like that? I mean,
1: I, I still lost because it's Jeff Wilson. It's still, I wake up in cold sweats every day, but.
0: <laughs> the Christmas Day miracle, baby. I, th- I thought I was totally screwed. And Jeff Wilson and Devontae Adams combined for like 90 points to take you down.
1: Let's not get off track.
0: But, I mean, is an absolute
1: superstar. And if he is not suspended or the suspension is like three to four games and you get Jameis back healthy, Kamara's an absolute stud.
0: Now, how many people do you think will sign up for the memorabilia league this year if we're playing for a Jeff Wilson 49ers jersey? Um, probably just you. <laughs> All right. So my number nine, and again, it got difficult towards the, towards like the 8 to 10 range for me because there's still a lot of running backs that I liked, but there's names here that I'm used to being higher that I just couldn't get there. Number nine for me is Aaron Jones. And he's difficult again because Devontae's gone. What the hell is that offense going to be? Aaron Aaron Rodgers has nobody to throw it to, but. Aaron Jones is a great pass catcher. So Aaron Jones could be involved more in the passing game. I think he really should be. Maybe he sacrifices a bit of the groundwork to AJ Dillon and he becomes a little bit more of a featured pass catcher role in that offense. Um, I'm really not sure, but the last three fantasy finish seasons for Aaron Jones, he was the RB two, five, and ten. You can see that is that's a downward trend, two five to ten. Or you could just see it as this dude is consistently a top ten guy. So it felt weird if I didn't have him there because it's just the name value. Uh, I got to assume that Rogers can piece it together enough to where Aaron Jones can still go out there and be his dominant self. So I wasn't really sure where to put him. So I threw Aaron Jones at my number nine. Yeah, you can't really argue that.
1: Um, I'm gonna get rid right of my number ten. My number ten is James Connor. Now, I drafted him in damn near every league last year.
0: Certified blow your dick off play. James Conner making the top 10 list in 2022. Well, I mean, come on.
1: I, I, I drafted him in a ton of leagues last year. And I I, I do recall, I think it may be my listener league, the 20 league. Pretty sure, I guess I'm flack for taking on Meyer did. I'm pretty sure I did. And uh, I I was totally comfortable with flexing him out last year. And all I did was score 18 touchdowns. The guy is back. He's back in a big way. He's an absolute red zone beast. Like, it, and it's a Kyler Murray effect where you, you got to pay so much attention to Kyler to take, you know, he's just going to take off running. But you can't forget about James Conner because it, he's such a great runner between the tackles. He's powerful. He's got the speed. He's a complete back. James Con is a complete back. He had a couple. He had a fantastic year in Pittsburgh. Then he kind of fell off a little bit with injuries and just not performing. The second he signed in Arizona, I know it was a big deal, and he had 18 touchdowns. So James Con is a number 10 guy. I am still a believer, and I will be trying to draft him this year.
0: Yep. Now, similar scenario to what you did in uh, the FFC Fifty Listener League, I also drafted James Connor. I got him really late. It might have been like the seventh or eighth round, and he, he was probably my best running back on the whole season. So uh, I can't argue there. I can't argue because he's my number ten as well. Oh, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how the hell we pulled that off, but <clears throat> James Connor. The Arizona Cardinals offense is going to be good. Now, is it going to be great without Hopkins there for the first six weeks? Not 100% sure. Might take Hollywood Brown a little bit of time to get used to Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray's mobility just opens things up for James Conner because you can't fucking leave. Uh, you can't leave the quarterback. You have to keep eyes on him. So, and he's great in the goal line. Right? Uh James Connor is great around the goal line. And one one important thing, last year everybody loved Chase Edmonds. Everyone was saying Chase Edmonds is the running back you want. He's gone. Exactly. So Chase Edmonds is gone. So this is crazy, right? James Connor didn't get the majority of the snaps until week nine last year. He was constantly around the 40 to 45% snap share up until week nine. And then he went from about 48, 49% and he went up to 70. When that flip happened, James Connor was one of the best backs in football. So I, I'm all in on James Conner again, coming in, coming in at number 10. Now, before we wrap up, because we're running out of time, uh you had mentioned off off mic that you want to do like some honorable mentions some people that might not have made the list going through both of our top tens we we had some names that just didn't align i do not have nick chubb on my top 10 nor did i have Najee harris in my top 10 that's extremely surprising Right? Especially I, Najee I, because
1: I feel like Najee's really high on everybody's see, list
0: this I love Najee Harris. I had a bunch of him last year, but that offense just fucking scares the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> they have, me too. They have me no core they have no quarterback. Uh like I don't trust Deontay Johnson. I don't trust Chase Claypool. If you can't trust the receivers or the quarterback, then how the hell are you gonna trust the running back? Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't.
1: Another big name I didn't have on my top ten was Aaron Jones. Uh, he was like, I mean, I had him at, I had him at ten initially, and then I had to get my boy Connor in there because he deserved it. The thing with Aaron Jones, I, I mean, you can sit here and argue he's Aaron Rodgers' number one target now, out of the backfield. Not even yeah. Now even like, in general, he's the number one target there, so he's gonna get a lot of usage. Uh you kind of you have to hope they don't run him into the ground. I think his touchdown numbers might come down a little bit because A.J. down's probably going to be developed into more of a goal back type scenario. And I think Aaron Jones is going to do a bulk of the, uh, you know, the rest. But I, I, I can't see him getting that many touchdowns. He is going to get a lot of usage. A couple quick players, though, like you did mention, I wanted to, you know, throw an honorable mention out there. People maybe sleeping on these guys a little bit or you know just to throw a name out there that you know i should we should be mentioning in a running back episode uh javante williams was an absolute stud last year and the numbers don't really show how good he actually was if you watched him play the amount of tackles this man broke and 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 you gotta imagine that it it took so long for melvin gordon to resign in denver i think I think throughout that locker room, it's known it's Javante's team, and I think he's going to be a big time fantasy stud this year. Yeah, I almost put him at number ten again. They, I was I was shuffling between Javante, Aaron Jones, and, and Connor. I went Connor. Uh, Javante Williams is going to turn a lot of heads, and he's going to score a lot of touchdowns this year, in my opinion.
0: See what real quick? What turned me off of Williams is the fact that Melvin Gordon did end up going back. Okay. I but it took a while for them to resign. It, it, it took a while, but I thought for sure Melvin Gordon was getting the hell out of there. So the fact that they brought him back leads me to believe that they can't they had an agreement that Melvin Gordon was not going to be a fucking bench rider. I think that it's still going to be a, a committee. Like it was last year. Those guys split damn near every game. I just think that it's going to favor Williams a little more now, but I don't see a huge timeshare discrepancy. I don't see like a 70-30 split in favor of Williams. I think it might be closer to a 60-40 type scenario. I, like, I think that you, there's still going to be plenty of Melvin Gordon where when you flip on the Denver game and you see a running back going into the end zone, <laughs> there's probably a 45% chance you're like, oh, fuck, that's Melvin Gordon again. Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon is
1: flex-worthy. He won't be flexed in any of my teams, I'll tell you that, but he's flex-worthy. He's still going to get enough burn to be relevant, but I think there's there's too much excitement throughout the league about Javante, and I think he's going to definitely get a lot more carries. I, I think it's going to be pretty hefty. I think Melvin Gordon's going to be more of a third down back um, because Melvin Gordon's a better receiver. There's no denying that. Uh, one more name I want to throw out there is... Uh, swift over in detroit the only problem is he's in detroit but if you again kind of like javante if you watch him play the potential's there and he's got the skill set to be a fantasy superstar they just they got to figure out what the hell they're doing in detroit but i had to at least throw him out there because he was he was pretty damn good he showed flashes of like you know being that guy it's just he's on the wrong team at the time but you know Sometimes great players and bad teams are
0: the fancy players you want. Yeah, it's just he doesn't have a ton of touchdown equity because that offense just isn't going to be in, you know, in the red zone that often. And teams can just really focus on trying to stop the running game of Swift. But he's such a good pass catcher that he's still going to get you fantasy points regardless. Exactly. Be- before we get out of here, one last player I want to bring up because I had a feeling he was going to make your top 10 list. He almost made mine. Um, so I was kind of surprised to see that he didn't make yours. How close were you to having fucking Saquon Barkley on your top ten? Dude's healthy. He closed out the year playing six straight games. His you know his his off season pictures. If you follow him on Instagram, the dude looks like he was chiseled out of fucking stone. <laughs> you know what I mean? The dude's a behemoth, and he's healthy.
1: I I love Saquon Barkley as a player, uh, <sighs> fantasy wise you see the numbers you see how he plays when he's healthy it's extremely tempting to put him on this list the issue i have is just the injuries have been a problem and i like the coaching change that they've made in new york uh, i do i do think it's gonna i think the john's gonna be pretty decent but um I don't think it's gonna affect Barkley that much. I think it's gonna affect Daniel Jones more in the passing game. Um, Barkley obviously can be a top ten guy. I don't know if it will happen on that offense. One more player I want to throw out there, uh, our hometown, our hometown guy, Damian Harris. What a steal last year. You got him late. He had how many touchdowns? He had, what, 15 touchdowns last year? I
0: believe it was 15, yeah.
1: 15 touchdowns. The only reason he wasn't on my top talents list, being a homer that I am, I think anybody listening to this podcast knows we're homes. Okay, <laughs> Patriots right here. But the reason I didn't have him on this list is because as much as I like Damien Harris, it's the Patriots. They go by committee. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson looks friggin' unreal so it all it's going to take is is damien to fumble once or you know that's how belichick does it pull him Ramondre is in he's dominating and then what do we do in the draft we draft two more running backs and one of them is pierre strong jr who is the fastest running back in the draft and we get james White coming back it's extremely crowded in new england um but i do love damian harris
0: yeah i still think it's damian harris's job to lose now last year he only had 202 carries for 929 yards. He played in 15 out of 17 games, so he only missed two. He would have gone over 1,000 yards if he played in those games. But the reason why I didn't have him in my top 10, but again, he had 15 rushing touchdowns which he could do again. I do believe he's going to be our RB one with Stevenson coming in. And I think James white has to kind of get back in there in the passing game, which is fine because Damian Harris isn't a pass catcher. That's why he didn't make my top 10 out of 15 games. The dude only was targeted 20 times. Now with 20 targets, he did catch 18 of them, but he didn't do too much with it. He only had what 132 receiving yards on 18 catches. So not overly great, but he's not going to be a pass catcher. He's, He's a first, second down, ground and pound. You know, really solid running back, but he's not we, a top 10 guy.
1: Obviously, us being New England fans, as long as we've been, we know the drill. Damian Harris probably won't resign, right? We're just going to play him this year. We're probably going to run to the ground this year. So keep that in mind. We probably, You probably want to do, you'd still want to target this guy, but I think that come next year, this you know following season, I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to be the guy in New England. Uh, you know, I yeah, I think we're just priming him up to take over next year. Really, that's yeah. all it is. So you got one more year, Damien Harris, in my opinion, and then it's probably Ramondre Stevenson. So keep release, keep that in mind.
0: Yep. Now, if you can get Damien Harris as like your flex. I think you're in fantastic shape, fantastic shape. Uh, I believe he's going in round six right now, ADPY, So he's lined up like perfectly to be a a really solid flex. All right. So that, again, against the clock, we constantly bring these things right down to the wire. That's AJ. I'm Mark. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check back with us as we break down our top 10 wide receivers. Are we going to have more than two goddamn matching players? Probably not. (laughs) We'll be tuning in to find out.